You're listening to Comedy Central. April 19, 2018. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. My guest tonight from the hit show Westworld, Tandy Newton is here, everybody! She's gonna be here! Or at least I think she is. She could be a robot. Either way, I'm excited! But let's kick off tonight's show. Tomorrow is another nationwide school walkout to protest gun violence. And now, in the months since the Parkland shooting, not a lot of progress has been made in terms of legislation. Uh, but for now, we'll just have to rely on good guys with guns. So, let's check in and see how these good guys are doing in our new segment, a series of gunfortunate events. <laughs> now, one of the big suggestions after the Parkland shooting was, why not just give the teachers guns? Well, I'll tell you why. This. A teacher at the Parkland High School where 17 people were shot and killed in February was arrested for leaving a loaded gun in a public bathroom. Police say Sean Simpson removed his 9mm Glock in the bathroom at the public pier where he was and then forgot it there. He apparently realized he left it behind minutes later when he heard a gunshot. A homeless man had picked up the gun inside the bathroom and then fired the gun into the ground to see if it was loaded. Well, that homeless man is now charged as well, charged with discharging a firearm in public and for trespassing. Okay, now, first of all, let's acknowledge that this is not the first time a homeless guy has recklessly discharged in a public bathroom, all right? <laughs> but more importantly, a teacher from the Parkland High School in the news forgot his loaded gun in a public bathroom. How do you forget your gun in a bathroom? I mean, like I, like, I guess you're busy, you know? It's like, like your hands and you're pulling stuff and you're moving stuff around, you, you put the gun down. What's even worse is how you find out that you lost your gun. You know, you're getting mugged and then you reach into your pocket and pull out toilet paper. <laughs> and like, ah! <laughs> now, luckily, this was an instance where no one was hurt. You know, because in this next unfortunate event, someone did get hurt. But don't worry, you can still laugh. A man accidentally shoots himself in the foot inside a Macomb Township grocery store. Shoppers and workers at the Kroger on 21 Mile and Card were startled by a loud pop. It turns out it was a gunshot. As many people ran for cover, Macomb County deputies arrived. The 23-year-old CPL holder was adjusting his holster when his gun went off. Okay, shooting yourself while grocery shopping is the worst because you still have to check out, all right? <laughs> and then you know there's gonna be an old lady in front of you and she's paying with a stack of coupons and you're like, can you hurry up? I'm bleeding. And she's like, tough shit, I'm saving a nickel on my Chobani. <laughs> so some good guys forget their guns, some shoot themselves in the foot. But I know what you're thinking. Yeah, those guys are amateurs. Trained on duty professionals know how to handle their guns. Now, I will play a video that is the opposite of what I just said. Maplewood police officer still working his normal shift after his gun went off at a children's learning center this week. According to the officer, a third grader at Harmony Learning Center was able to reach inside his holster and that kid was able to fire the weapon on Monday. Bullet went in the ground, nobody was hurt. Are you shitting me? <laughs> a third grader 
grabbed a police officer's gun, unholstered it, and fired it before the cop could stop him. That cop needs to be disciplined, and that child needs to be promoted. <laughs> yeah, his parents must be so proud. They'd be like, I mean, he's only in third grade, but he's already handling guns at a 10th grade level. <laughs> so amazing. So, that's all for now. Tune in next time when a baby accidentally fires off a gun on the Senate floor. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to The Daily Show. This Sunday is the 49th annual Earth Day. And to explore some recent planet-saving innovations, we turn to Ronnie Chang for a special Today's Future Now. Thanks, Trevor. Sunday is Earth Day, the one day of the year we pretend to care about the Earth by doing silly things like turning off our lights and not flushing our pee. <laughs> Meanwhile, I never flush every day, not even poop, and I don't even get a thank you. Listen, there are lots of ideas out there about how to save the environment, okay? Some are stupid, and some are really stupid. <laughs> Take plastic, for example. We use plastic for everything. Bottles, office supplies, John Travolta's face. So, to solve the plastic pollution problem, some genius came up with this idea. At this moment, 165 million tons of plastic is floating in the world's oceans. Waste that we now turn into this which we then use to make shirts. Introducing the Gantt Beacons Project. Shirts with tech prep containing upcycled ocean plastic. Finally, we can wear garbage without having to shop at H&M. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I completely support the idea of recycled clothing. For example, I got this tie at a funeral I crashed. Don't judge me, it was open casket and clothes are for the living. My only problem is, one day, you're gonna stop wearing that sea garbage t-shirt. And then what happens? You're gonna throw it out, and it's gonna end up right back in the ocean, stuck in a dolphin's butt, okay? <laughs> Thankfully, we're not just banking on wearing chewed up straws to save the earth. Some scientists are working to destroy the plastic. Scientists may have found a solution to the world's plastic problem. They've engineered an enzyme that can break down a key type of plastic that's used to make bottles and other products. To have an enzyme evolved that actually eats this man-made material is really stunning. An enzyme that eats plastic. Now that sounds like a great idea until the enzyme gets out of control and develops a taste for human nipples, alright? It's too risky. We don't need enzymes. What are enzymes? Nobody knows. Let's just get teenagers to eat plastic as one of their dumb viral challenges, all right? <laughs> yeah, they're already eating Tide Pods and snorting condoms. I'm telling you, eating plastic will be the healthiest thing they've done all year. <laughs> Look, saving the planet isn't that hard, okay? Let's just do it old-fashioned way. Get Elon Musk to do it for us. Tesla says the world's largest lithium-ion battery has been switched on in South Australia. The 100-megawatt battery was built by Tesla. CEO Elon Musk says it has the capacity to power more than 30,000 homes for an hour during a blackout. Giant batteries are a great idea, okay? If my, if my wife had one of those, she wouldn't have to keep changing the batteries in her neck massager. Every day, she's always kicking me out of the bedroom so she can use it again and again. I mean, apparently her neck gets really sore after we bang so hard. Hey, what can I say? I guess I'm just that good. So, yeah. Anyway, 
apparently all this tech stuff is gonna like clean up the earth or something, I don't know. Uh, the only problem is once we're done on earth, we're gonna have to clean up the mess we made in space. A British satellite designed to clean up rubbish in the Earth's orbit has been launched into space. The removed debris project was on board a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket, which successfully took off from Florida last night. The satellite, which features a large net to collect junk, will be delivered to the International Space Station before astronauts begin using it next month. Wow, we've dumped so much garbage into the universe that astronauts are going to take off from Florida, rocket into space, and think they're still in Florida. <laughs> and why is that garbage in space? How bad are you missing the trash can that ends up orbiting the Earth? Also, what's the plan here? We're going to capture space junk with a net, bring it back down to Earth, and then what? Throw it in the ocean? <laughs> Make it into a romper? Hey, at least up there, it was their problem, okay? It's called Earth Day, not Space Day. Clean up your own mess, alien. Ronnie Chang, everybody, we'll be right back. Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight is an actor who stars in the HBO series, Westworld. Please welcome, Tandy Newton. Warm welcome. Oh, they're Hello. wonderful. They're wonderful, and you are wonderful as well. Thank you so much for being on the show. I am delighted to be. I here. am such a huge fan of Westworld. It's one of the most frustrating shows I've ever watched. Why? Because like you always like it's the kid they're gonna kill. That's the person. That's the robot. That no, that's a real. That's a bit, and then it happens again, and then yes, you're like, no, don't I do know. it again. Don't do it again. You should try actually acting in it. It's just no, as it's it's just too much. It's just so much. But that clip for me yeah. that we just played mm. really, in many ways, sums up for me your character on the show. Ooh. A powerful woman who knows how to use the tools that men use against her against them. Is that how you see your character on the show? Wow. <laughs> um, against them, against him. Mm. Well, first and foremost, she's a robot. She's not, you know, she's a thing. Is she a thing, though? A thing, my darling. If Absolutely. a thing thinks, if a thing thinks, though, like us, is it still a thing? Is, is that not the only thing that makes That's us... That's one of the things I love about the show is that we, th we see Maeve as a woman. Right. You see her as a woman. Right. I, by the end of season one, I saw her as a woman. She's a robot. She is a thing. And that's one of... That's what gets um, tackled, really, I feel like, in season two. Right. Is, is that constant reminders that she's a thing, that they're things. And that's... I mean, really, that's where the harsh reality of the show finds its, you know, finds its core, is that um, what do you... You know, how do you how you treat a thing right you know and we've got to really think about this because we consider other human beings as things let's face wow. it um and that yeah i think that is where westworld does reflect life because people say oh you know if you could go to westworld would you want to go and da, da, da. and i say well actually i feel like westworld's happening all around us you can go places where you can do horrific things to people right. and nothing happens. Aid workers go and do their jobs overseas and do horrific things to people, right. even though they're aid workers. We're seeing this stuff happen all the time. So I feel like Westworld is here amongst us and we're just not seeing it. We're not accepting it. We are treating human beings like things. That is a terrifying prospect when you think about it because the it's show... It's not a prospect. Show... It's actually happening. Right, but I'm, saying, but I'm saying the fact that Westworld being the world 
is like a terrifying idea because Westworld is it's all concentrated. It seems like it's all centers around violence and it's and it's it's, it's this. It's this you can world. go. You can go and have a watercoloring holiday. <laughs> That's you can, true. You can. I mean, you know, you see people painting and shit. If you were to go to Westworld, what would you choose to do? I wouldn't go to Westworld until it was affordable for everyone because it's very expensive. No, but to if go. you could go, what would you do? I couldn't because I couldn't afford it, babe. But if you could go, you have to give me. That's why I'm saying the what if. If you could go. But that's why I don't want to go because it's going to be affordable <laughs> for every person. I like. I like that you are the you're the but Bernie that's... Sanders of Westworld. Oh, I no. like that. It's really? so much fun. It's like I don't want to go there. Let, let me ask you this question: When 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 Westworld premiered, I remember there was like a lot of criticism. They were like, "Oh, the show is just about objectifying women. It's just about having women oh, naked, wrong, naked on screen, and it, oh, these women have no power, no agency, no wow. nothing." And then you watch the show develop, oh, yeah. and all of a sudden, the women are the ones who are running the revolution. They're oh, the ones who are changing yeah. what's happening. Did you did you want to like tweet out spoilers maybe to the fans who were just like, "This is not about women." You want to no, be like, no, no, "Shut no. up! Here's what happens." I knew, I knew. When I first um, met the showrunners, um, Jonah Nolan and Lisa Joy, um, I was a bit weirded out because I knew that it was, you know, naked for 75% of the show right. and playing the madam of a brothel. I'm like, do you know that I've been a, an activist fighting violence against women, sexual violence against women for 20 years? It's like, why are you calling me? This is weird. Um, but I was intrigued because I wanted right. to hear, how could you possibly, because they're really smart people. I love the work they've done before. Jonah's work as a writer, Inception, The Dark Knight. I mean, amazing material. Memento, one of right, his first right, right. movies. Um, and then I realized that they wanted to subvert this stereotype. And I was like, get me naked. It's get me naked. And this here's the thing. I've been naked in movies and I've been exploited. I've, and I've, I've literally, I, I was sexually abused. My, my, na my nakedness, my nudity has been the source of deep trauma and shame right. in the environment of, of the film industry. So for me to take my clothes off, all of them, is a statement that I never thought I would make. And I did it because this show, what it is doing to empower women and to make us really, really understand the vulnerability of a defenseless human being, not just a woman, but a defenseless human being. And the only way we could do that is by, you know, the shock factor of, of nudity. And also seeing nudity not in a sexual way, but in the way where you don't really want to look because they're being treated like animals right. in a factory farm. It right. is simply not sexualized. I am so excited for season two. I'm one of those people who binges all of it. I do not need spoilers. I do not need anything. I just need to know that you're in the show and you're going to be amazing. Oh, Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate every moment of your experience. Season two of Westworld premieres April 22nd at 9 p.m. on HBO. Tony Newton, everybody. Thank you so much. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.